Happy birthday, Marlena Dietrich. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. 120 years ago, on December 27th, 1901, Blonde Venus was born, Marlena Dietrich. I have in my hands right here, I wish I was with Jason Almy, we would probably sit and watch this. I've seen most of these films. I've seen Blonde Venus. I've seen Morocco. I have yet to watch... Or no, I've seen Shanghai Express. I have yet to watch Dishonored. This is a a Blu-ray collection. This is from Criterion. Dietrich and Von Sternberg in Hollywood. These are the films they did together. Morocco, Dishonored, Shanghai Express, Blonde Venus, The Scarlet Empress, The Devil is a Woman. Okay? This is a really great collection. It's from Criterion. Came out... When did this come out? 2018. But today is the hundred. Would have been, wouldn't that be cool if she was still here at 120? But you know, we live in times where we could modify that genetically. I know people don't want to hear that, but come on. Marlena Dietrich was. Oh my goodness, Marlena Dietrich! I think she she defied expectations. Um, her daughter is still with us, Maria Riva. Born Maria Magdalene Dietrich, the 27th of December, 1901, in Berlin, Kingdom of Prussia, German Empire. Yeah. So much so that when Hitler came to power, she left. She left. She says, I'm getting out of here. And she became an American citizen. She was also labeled a traitor by Germany, unfortunately, the place of her birth. But she has often said that it was a different Germany from the one that it became in, in, you know, years during the war and after the war. Marlena Dietrich, she died in May of 1992. She was 90 years old. Famous, you know, she famously kissed the woman in in Morocco. Morocco really was a, was a, it pushed boundaries. But then the Hayes Code came in and The one film that's not in the collection that I actually have is Witness for the Prosecution, where she plays a really interesting character, so much so that she wasn't nominated for it. She should have been, but then they didn't know whether to put her in supporting or lead, and that's always... That was that's always a, a problem, but I think they just should have done it. She'd only been nominated once for the Oscar for Morocco. Talk about a long, long career. And she knew when to bow out. Her last film was Just a Gigolo in 1978-79. And then she went into seclusion. I remember reading that the Academy wanted to give her an honorary Oscar and she, she said no. She wouldn't come out of hiding. Um, I'm going to play for you. This is the Criterion teaser. Okay. One of these days, I my plan is to one day where I'm going to go visit Jason Elmy and we're going to watch and we're going to talk about Dietrich and Joseph von Sternberg. Joseph von Sternberg, who was a very interesting character, but him and Dietrich together, I mean, come on. Here it is.
time a man has helped me, there has been a price. Let's see what you got. What I've got? Let's see your legs. I think I have weapons that are far more powerful than any political machine. I've done enough talking for tonight. Give me a kiss. That is a teaser from Criterion of this collection. And in this collection, you have The Devil is a Woman, The Scarlet Empress, Blonde Venus, Shanghai Express, Dishonored, and Morocco. I became interested in this when I watched a documentary that Dietrich did um, in the 1980s. Now, she was going to be on film, but at the last minute said, oh, I will not be on film. Now, she did this documentary with a fellow actor of hers that she starred with in Judgment at Nuremberg. Okay. And that was Maximilian Schell. Maximilian Schell, who had won the Oscar for Judgment at Nuremberg. Okay. He was an uh, Austrian actor. He was born in Austria. Okay, he was Swiss and Austrian. Okay. This is uh, just like Dietrich. He, you know, Shell uh, family was forced to flee Vienna in 1938 to get away from Hitler after the Auschwitz, when Austria was annexed by Nazi Germany. The resulted in Zurich. Uh, they resettled in Zurich, Switzerland. Now, as a filmmaker. He made some very interesting choices. And one of them was this documentary with Marlena Dietrich. Okay. It was called Marlena. Directed by Maximilian Schell. Okay. Came out in 1984. Dietrich did not wish to be photographed. So the movie consists of an audio commentary. And the visuals illustrate her career by showing film clips and stills from her films as well as newsreel footage she was contracted for 40 hours of talking as she reminds shell during one of their exchanges the film consists of voice interviews between shell and dietrich in which she often ignores his questions makes uh comments about among other things some of the books written about her live and films she resists shell's attempt to criticize those she knew in her life asking him why must we say critical things during their discussions, she touches on the subjects of life, death, reality, and illusion, and the nature of stardom. Now, there's a few moments in this film, I think she talks about Dishonored, and she talks about schmaltz. She hated schmaltz. Okay? But I think at that point, she was in her 80s, and I think she was, dis- she was dis- disillusioned. Because, you know... As someone as, as, I mean, she was so well known. A lot, lot of people, when we think of Marlene Dietrich, I mean, 
That's you know the way she spoke and the way the way she um, carried herself. She had you know relationship with relationships with men and with women, and so that put her in a in a in a stratosphere where now it's accepted. But back then that was that was a, that was a taboo subject, and she played with it. I remember watching her and. Destry rides again with Jimmy Stewart and she's singing the boys in the back room and her her and um that's the one actress that we're always getting into it. This is a clip though from the documentary Marlena, directed by Mr. Maximilian Shell. May I ask how it, how the idea came to go on stage and to do that yes, really I, very I, famous stage show? I explained that in my book. Uh, that my daughter was doing a charity show at uh, Madison Square Garden. That was at Circus. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. And uh, all the famous stars were sitting on elephants, and I didn't particularly like the idea of sitting on an elephant. So I said, can't I do something else? And then we thought about it, and I was playing the ringmaster. And I had the costume made, and I announced the numbers. Could you tell me how you met uh, Bert Bacharach? Well, I, I read Walter in my book, right? Oh, you want to have it? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yes, you can switch it off for more. <laughs> Just, you know, I cannot say to the people, read them. I will okay, say okay. Them, well, I do it for you. Now I do it for you. Okay. <laughs> Nobody else. Okay, switch it on again. I, uh, wait a minute. I, are you there, Carolina? Okay. You are? Carolina. Okay. What time is it? Five past four. Because I made you all little snacks. Film is about having fun. And in life, you can have fun. And for me, filmmaking-wise, Marlena Dietrich made it fun. Because there was so much mystery and intrigue to her. I think today's stars, we know too much about them. With Marlena Dietrich, we didn't know everything. And I like that. I like that if you watch the films, people think, oh, is that how she really was? But then you hear anecdotes from other people. Rosemary Clooney was a good friend of Marlena Dietrich's. Rosemary Clooney talked about how she was not... She had had some really bad years health-wise. And Marlena Dietrich would come and cook soup for her. Very motherly. And get her trashy magazines. And even Betty Davis talked about this. Betty Davis talked about how Dietrich would say going to Europe and knowing where all the great restaurants are and knowing where to get great seats. And she was a Renaissance woman. She was a singer. She was an actress. She was a dancer. She also fought for the USO, became an American citizen. And so when she died, Hollywood was not present at that funeral. Dignitaries and, and war veterans of the First World War were there. 
She had medals on the coffin and everything. And she was buried in Berlin next to her parents. And it was market day. And people started to throw flowers. You know, where have all the flowers gone? And so you could say that Germany forgave Marlene Dietrich. Where really, they owe her a debt of gratitude. She was the first German superstar. Germany, I've talked about this before, and I have a German audience, I know, because I've looked at the chart. German expressionism. Back in the day, you went to Germany for art, music, writing. Hitchcock went there. He met his wife, Alma Reville. You have really great directors who come from Germany, especially, you know, the director of Nosferatu, um, F.W. Murnau. But tonight, you know, it's all about Dietrich. This is Shell, Maximilian Shell, talking about that documentary. And, and we'll highlight a little more of that if we can. I knew this is, in a way, the essence of the film. And then we said, okay, now it's enough. We had about six days. And she had another three days in the contract and said, well, whenever you want, you know. I wait for you. So we had 14 hours, so I was listening to the 14 hours. We cut it down to three hours, and then it was just an empty screen. And then I knew in the beginning maybe that, 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 and slowly, slowly we found for each sequence the seemingly right picture. Then I had sometimes to play around with time, and it was a very interesting, totally new experience, but very filmic. And in a way, I think that's a real film because when I did First Love or Tales from the Vienna Woods, it was a filmed play or a filmed novel. And that's something totally different. Then Marlene is only a film. You cannot tell the story. You have to see it. And that's Maximilian Schell talking about working with Marlene Dietrich. <laughs> I want to end talking about witness for the prosecution because that was such a moment and and what she created on screen. But I, this is one of my favorites from that. This is Helm. You appreciate you are still under oath. Yes. Mrs. Helm, do you know a man named Max? I don't know what you mean. It's a simple question. Do you or do you not know a man called Max? Max? Certainly not. It's a fairly common name, and yet you mean you've never known a man with the name of Max? Oh, in Germany, perhaps, but that was a long time ago. I shall not ask you to go back that far, just a few weeks to, uh, October the 20th last. What have you got there? A letter. I suggest on October the 20th, you wrote a certain letter. I don't know what you're talking about. Addressed to a man named Max. I did nothing of the sort. The letter was but one of a series written to the same man. Lies. All lies. You would seem to have been on, well, let us say, on intimate terms with this man. How dare you say a thing like that? It isn't true. I'm not concerned with the general trend of this correspondence, only with one particular letter. My beloved Max, an extraordinary thing has happened. I believe all our difficulties may be ended. I will not stand here and listen to a pack of lies. That letter's a forgery. It isn't even my letter paper. It isn't. 
No. I write my letters on small blue paper with my initials on it. Like this? This happens to be a bill from my tailor for a pair of extremely becoming Bermuda shorts. Wilfred the Fox. That's what we call him. That's what he is. Now, Mrs. Helm, you've been kind enough to identify your letter paper. Now, if you like, I can have an expert identify your handwriting. Damn you! Damn you! Leave her alone! Damn you! Mrs. Helm! Let me go! Let me get out of here! Let me go! Mrs. Helm! Dasha, give the witness a chair. <laughs> For me... That is Marlena Dietrich's greatest performance. Where she just says, damn you. Tyrone Power, Charles Lawton, Marlena Dietrich, Elsa Lanchester. Directed by Billy Wilder. That, of course, is Witness for the Prosecution. Released in 1957. It's legendary because at that point... Dietrich was doing different roles. She was also doing... She was doing a performance show where she was singing. She... she, In terms of her singing, she, she was a really great beauty, a great star. And she really knew how to do those cabarets. Now, with Witness for the Prosecution... Many talked about how she should have gotten an Oscar for it. And there's that controversy because she was a big, you know, she's this big star and she's in the film. But she wasn't even nominated. She wasn't nominated. Here is Billy Wilder talking about Marlena Dietrich. In the summer and fall of 45, you know? Uh, uh, never forgot, you know, how that, that, that town looked. And uh, I went up with the, with, the, with the cameraman, and we were flying over, over, over Berlin. It was just indescribable. Well, that's rough doing. That sure is rough doing. Und kann es nun sein, dass du gesagt hast, also wenn es so rum nicht geht mit dem Dokumentarmaterial eins zu eins, dann werde ich den Deutschen auf eine andere Art ein Spiegel vorhalten. Du ja, bist zwar Entertainer, aber du bist Stand by step. Strindberg bei Hamilton Strindberg. Strindberg 
And the rest of it is subtitles. So I don't I don't know if we can go any further, but Okay. If we go to Mar- Marlena Dietrich did a lot of films. She did a lot of films. And um But I think if we visit Jud- Judgment at Nuremberg and the characters that she played. Oh my goodness. Here we go. This is, oh, I'm so tired of these YouTube commercials. I really should shell out and just, here we go. I saw Mr. Perkins today. He told me they showed those pictures in the courtroom. Colonel Lawson's favorite pictures. He drags them out at any pretext, doesn't he? Colonel Lawson's private chamber of horrors. Is that what you think we are? Do you think we knew all those things? Do you think we wanted to murder women and children? Do you believe that? Do you? Mrs. Berthold, I don't know what to believe. Good God, we're sitting here drinking. Could you think that we knew? We did not know. We did not know. As far as I can make out, no one in this country knew. Mrs. Burrow, your husband was one of the heads of the army. And he did not know. I tell you, he did not know. It was Himmler, it was Goebbels. The SS knew what happened. We did not know. Listen to me. There are things that happened on both sides. My husband was a military man all his life. He was entitled to a soldier's death. He asked for that. I tried to get that for him. Just that, that he would die with some honor. I went from official to official. I begged for that. I begged for that. That he should be permitted the dignity of a firing squad. You know what happened? I knew what it was to hate. I never left the house, I never left the room. I drank. I hated with every fiber of my being. I hated every American I've ever known. But one can't live with hate. I know that. We have to forget. We are to go on living.
That's Marlena Dietrich with Spencer Tracy in Judgment at Nuremberg, the film that she also did with Maximilian Schell, who she would work on in that documentary in 1984, Marlena. So as always, unpleasant dreams and happy birthday, Dietrich.